Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Forever. and Jamie are two best friends and they love sex and the city and they couldn't help but wonder do you love it too? Carrie, Miranda, Samantha, Charlotte, Cosmos, Richies, so many every little dude, all the dudes and we couldn't help but wonder with Jamie Lee and Rose Cerno I'm Jamie Lee and I'm Rose Cerno and this is Couldn't Help But Wonder, a podcast where we talk about sex and the city and how it relates to, to us. us, to us, to us, to us. Hello. Hi. Oh, how my are God. you? I'm 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 OK. I'm there. I'm here. Yeah. I'm everywhere you want to be. How are you? I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, LOL at this question. I'm I great. Know. Yeah, thriving. <laughs> the Never kids been are better. great. The tomatoes are great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like everyone I know has started gardening a lot. So when you said tomatoes, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely on a text chain about tomatoes growing right now with a couple of girls. Not my tomatoes, but someone's tomatoes. Oh, I have tomatoes growing. It's very exciting. You Obviously. do? Skylar, you're be- Skylar's part of the bean of the month club. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not very, surprised. I'm very looped in on the growth. <laughs> Wait, wave. Skylar, are they are they cherry tomatoes? Yeah, they're little <gasps> sort of deep purple, purplish Ooh. red cherry tomatoes. Ooh. As you guys exciting. keep talking about this, I'm just going to just take a little nap. Okay, it's, but it's, I will. It's a very can- fair zone out. It's, it's a fair zone out however if you have tasted tomatoes off of a tomato plant it's like candy it's not the way they taste in stores at all they're very good yeah they're like a real treat we had a tomato plant when i first moved into this place and then it died um but r.i.p miss it so much anyways um who are you this week and i hope it has to do with Obviously, you could be whatever and have whatever answers, but mm-hmm. I do think me and some of the listeners would love to know about your getaway. Oh, my getaaway. Yeah, I uh well, who am I? Yeah, who are you uh, this well, I I don't know. I'll t- I'll talk about who I am in a sec, but yeah, the getaway, well, maybe that ties into it. Um who who takes vacays? All the girls, I guess, when they went to LA, cuz that's exactly what I did. I live in LA and then I took a vacation within LA. I rented an Airbnb Looks that had beautiful. a pool. It was beautiful. It was it was kind of in the middle of nowhere like behind all of these like kind of crusty looking stucco apartments in Van Nuys and it was like tucked behind that. It was like this glorious ranch that's been there since the 30s and it had like a main house and a side house and a pool. 
And yeah, it was great. Um, I will say the Airbnb host texted me the entire time being like, I have to leave, make sure the dogs are inside so they don't run out. So I'd like keep wrangling my dogs like every hour which is fine. I would have done that anyway because it was a pretty big property and I didn't want to just like not see them and have them like run away somewhere on the property. I'm still like- I'm, They weren't allowed to be inside? No, they were allowed to be inside. If they were outside, she would text me to tell me to bring them in because she had to leave. And I'm like, where she left. Oh, she didn't. I see. She, she left. Just watched. She the was door. just like driving Close away it. all the time. I don't know where she was going. I'm like, it's the quarantine. Where are you running off to every hour? Um, just partying. Yeah, just fucking day partying. So, anyways, uh, that was a little annoying. And she was just kind of lurking. Um, I, yeah, I thought it was annoying and I don't find that acceptable. I think it's weird. I don't think they should charge you as much if they know that they're going to be living there. I mean, granted, she was in a different house, but if you saw the, it's not like a big place. It is a big place and it's not a big place. It has like a main house, which is where we stayed. And then she was in the side house, but they're pretty close together. It's not like she's like, she's visible. I saw her every morning. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know. It just makes you feel a little self-conscious. Anyway. Sounds really creepy. Like a. Sounds like a vacation in hell. Yeah, I actually, it's funny you say that. I am writing something about it now. So <laughs> at least there's that. I got some some material out of it. Um, yeah, it sounds like, oh, you know, everything's so stressful. I just want to go somewhere and relax. Yeah. And then this like creepy, like Pleasantville woman is like smiling like, hey, how I can know. I help you? And you're like, ah. Let me get you some ping pong paddles. And you're like, I don't want to play ping pong, Violet. Anyway, um, yeah, but it was good. I'm, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad there was like a change of scenery. I definitely, I definitely was just happy to go anywhere other than my house. So it was, I recommend doing it. If you feel like you need a vacation, you can do one in your own city. There you go. There you go. Um, who are you? How are you? Tell me all the things. I'm good. Um, I was a hardcore Samantha this mm. week. I've been like on a lot of apps and flirting and I dare I say went on the social distance walk date oh yeah is that with the same guy you were mentioning before I've been like walking around like a damn walk whore okay. like I've been like walking here walking there <laughs> like walking all around this I'm like sweating my stuff but I feel like a Samantha because I was so horny <gasps> on this date yeah. not because the guy was very hot but like it's just been uh, the entire quarantine sure. since I've hooked up. And I mean, there was like a moment where I was like, should I like literally risk my own life just in like hook up with this random guy? <laughs> and I just was like, oh my God, I've been like FaceTiming and I'm just like, I've never, it's like the temptation has never been stronger. I'm sure. It's crazy. And then you're like, oh, like I could literally like get this weird disease that feels like I'm dying. Yeah. So did anything escalate at all or how, where did it? We've been chatting. We're in touch. We've been like talking every other day. He lives in Ventura. Um, and it's been like a real pros and cons of like, oh, if I did hook up with him, like I wouldn't be able to stay with my sister because she would be like, you can't just like go to random people's houses. Then, But, uh, it's been taking every ounce of me. Has he he expressed that also? Like, are you both like open about it or are you just kind of silently? No, that's a private, that's a, I'm like, I'm like privately like heating up. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like my underwear is like 200 degrees. Like when I take it off, it's like burning my hands. I have to like use an oven mitt to like take off my own undies. I like finger myself and my fingers melts into a candle. (laughs) So anyway, that's like not, that's like pretty intense. And, um. Yeah, another thing that's really random mm-hmm. is he's um, six five and I'm six feet tall, so we're both really tall. And I found out on our FaceTime last night that we both had the same lung surgery because we both have Marfanoid body types. Wow. Yeah, he had it much worse than I did. He had two surgeries on one lung because he's tall and stretched and his lungs are stretched, but his lungs fully popped. Holy like shit. Like, he would have died. Like, we talked on the phone last night and he's like, I literally, when I, like, plan vacations, I have to, like, think, like... Where can I go that I'm at least, like at most four hours away from the hospital? Like, cause this could oh, happen wow. at any time. And then I made fun of him because I was like, oh, your life sounds hard. You have to plan a vacation near a hospital. Mm. <laughs> sounds like a real tough, tough gig. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so shall we dive let's in? Let's do it. Um yeah, we're covering season four, episode six. The episode is called Baby Talk is Cheap. I got to say, it, this is one yeah, of me. my favorite episodes of the entire series. It is juicy I, as yes, hell. And there, you know what there is? I, I've got to say this, and I'm, I'm curious if our listeners feel the same way. Um, the listeners who have like watched the show several times through, there are a couple episodes that even though I've seen them a hundred times, I'll never fully remember them. Like they kind of don't pop the same way and so every time I go to rewatch them I'm excited because I'm like I do know what happens but not in like a I could recite this thing through and through kind of way like there's always like a piece where I'm like oh yeah that happened so this is one of those this is one that I love to like forget which sounds like I hate it but it actually means I love it um I completely agree I love this episode it's so poignant also I just have to say my dog is biting my chair so I had to put my foot on my chair so now he's licking my feet oh my god he's biting your chair he's whittling it like Aiden the furniture maker okay Chachi get into character he's doing some cosplay yeah it's really disgusting to have a dog lick your feet it makes you feel like somebody who like wanted that but you don't you're just kind of like (laughs) Dan always just lets it happen and I'll look over and I'm like are you gonna like flinch at least (laughs) <laughs> like I'm like inter- I feel like a pervert I yeah. feel like somebody who like ordered this on Craigslist yeah. even though it's just like <laughs> my disgusting yeah I think it's gross but he's I'm just trying not to have him destroy um the yeah. house anyway okay. yes let's get okay. into the episode Season four, so, episode six baby talk is cheap Rose take it away thank you the episode kicks off with Carrie in crisis She cannot stop thinking about Aiden. She's calling him constantly, but she doesn't have a plan if he picks up. She explains at drinks. Carrie's calling Aiden. And hanging up? Why are you calling him? I... I think I want him back. How do I do this? Well, first, you have to be willing to accept the fact that after what happened, he might not want to hear it. I'm willing to accept that fact. How do I do this? You don't. One word, honey. Granola. So not you. Aiden's perfect. He stripped her floors. He just needs to get rid of the turquoise rings and the tummy. Oh, the tummy is gone. That thing last week, he looked disturbingly good. He's the new improved Aiden. Low-fat granola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks good. He looks good. That's not why I want him back, though. I just miss him. Did you miss him before you saw him? What about the turquoise? I miss him. 
I have missed him for months. Okay, you need a safe approach in case he rejects you. Email him. No, I don't, I don't believe in email. I'm an old-fashioned gal. I prefer calling than hanging up. Oh, come on, honey. You gotta get online, if only for the porn. Yeah, um, would you please stop sending me those? Oh, come on, it's funny. <laughs> no, I can't get email just to write to Aiden. That's pathetic. I knew that <laughs> this was 20 years ago, but that really time stamps it for you. Wow. I know, and also Carrie being, it's such, like, it's so funny that she's so, I guess. Yeah, so. I know. That's another one of these things where you're like, well, you're a writer, but you don't send emails. Like, you're literally on your laptop all the time. You don't just open up another screen to, like, communicate with people. Also, TBH, like, from every episode we've seen since they broke up, I feel like she never even thought of it. Yeah, I know. It's very sudden. It's like, the, it's like Big's not a possibility she's, she's saying like, I'm she's Satan. like she's like i've wanted him this whole yeah, time yeah you're like no i kind of don't buy it yeah i don't buy it also these girls are yeah, harsh I, they're like oh fat tubby aiden i'm like whoa I, <laughs> I yeah and then he's got to get rid of the tummy you're like it's that's so and also it's just so mean like that's what charlotte's been 100%. thinking this whole time like I don't know. She's like, he's perfect. He'll do anything for you. He'll fucking lick the floor for you. But like he could use it. He could like lose a few LBs. And you're like, that's where your head's at, Charlotte. I mean, I yeah. shouldn't be surprised, but it was just a little harsh. It's pretty harsh. And then Samantha I, goes low I loved, I mean, that I'm actually, like, that joke made me laugh when it was like, they're, yeah, the her, I mean, but hilarious. like specifically her granola comments, I, I, I thought that was very clever to be like, granola, so not you. And then she's like, low fat granola. <laughs> just like, Samantha's sometimes in her own world, like just your ramblings. Right. Like she's in a separate conversation. She's like, oh, that makes me yeah, think like a drunk low person. fat granola. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, anyways, have you... Uh, have you ever been as hung up on a guy as Carrie is on Aiden here? I mean, how hung up is she? I, I don't know. I mean, as far as like making a mistake and wanting someone yeah. back, I've definitely, I've definitely done that before. I've definitely realized too late that something yeah, was good. Same. I had this um, guy friend back in New York in my late 20s who really liked me. And I felt sparks, but for some reason, I couldn't do it. I don't know what was stopping me. I ended up choosing this other guy that was so much worse. And then this friend of mine uh, ended up coming to L.A. and visiting. And then I was like, oh, my God, yes, this is the right one. And by that time, he had already been seeing somebody that he met online, and now mm. they're married. So that was definitely like a, you fucked it up, Rose, and you live in your right. learn. But I wasn't... I wasn't trying to like, I don't know. What about you? Yes. Um, my call. So I dated the same person all throughout college minus freshman year. Um, so pretty much all of college. And then he was always, he always felt very locked in. Like if like I moved to New York, he stayed in Austin and we talked every day. We were very close. So there's always this vibe of like, he's not going to move on. Like, I've got that as like, I've got him on retainer essentially. And yeah. then he started sleeping with this girl at his office and I had met her once before briefly and I just lost my 
mind. I cried every day in the bathroom at work, like truly was just blindsided. And it's just so like selfish because I just thought I had him on lock. And it's like, yeah, Jamie, that's not how human beings work. Like people move on. Like, like you can be, you I know be you mean, a great, you something's in yes. the bag so you don't worry about I it. I really thought it was in the bag. And I wasn't dating anyone seriously either. So I was just like, whatever. And then he was like in a relationship with this girl. And I like flew back to Texas, like tried to see him. And like, it was just, I, it was like, I mean, I really just went ape shit. And uh, yeah. And then like he. Did you try? Yeah. And, get and then, I mean, I didn't, I didn't lose him. Cause when I came back, we definitely like. He he basically ugh, I don't want to like divulge too much. Who knows? Well you're keeping Yeah, but like basically we ended up sleeping together behind her back and it was like okay. really it was like really weird sex. Like it just felt like he was really mad at the fact that I was sort of pursuing this like too little, too late angle. So he was doing it, yeah, but he was I doing think he it was a little anger. like, what the fuck? Like you were, you moved away. Like you just moved away. Right. Um, and then like years later, that was maybe when I was like 24 or five. And then when I was like 27 or 28, um, he, he kind of called and was like, Hey, like, I think we should just try to like make this thing work. Like we're clearly like yeah. Yeah. And then I, so I flew to see him. Then he was living in a different state, went to visit him there and was kind of like, I don't think so. And I, it's like one of those things where I'm like, it just didn't, it was just a college thing. Like it just never got off the ground. So then after, after, after that, then you were like, yeah, I mean, okay, I tried it's... and I was also, you know, uh, not to like say you have to be a certain age to be at a certain like emotional maturity level, but I feel like I was emotionally mature enough that if it was meant to be, it would have been because it's not like I was 20 there you and go. went to visit him. It's like, no, I'm at an age where like people are feasibly like settling down and like picking their person. So yeah, anyways, that's my long drawn out. I like that. I mean, an old therapist of mine who was terrible, but she did say something that I liked was, <laughs> she was such a nightmare. She would be Ooh, late all the time. And I'd be like, you're, so you're late. She's like, and I would say, that's not cool. And she'd go, well, you're late sometimes. And I go, you're Ew. not paying me. This is your, j-. I know a she was horrible, therapist. but she did say no, something. No. And then like no, not no. apologizing. I'm no, like, what, no, no. what game are we playing? But she did say something yeah. that I liked a lot, which is I used to get really hung up on if I met somebody and I connected really hard and then it didn't work, I would be really tormented and I would be like, but this was yep. supposed to be like, I felt it like I'm never going to feel that way again. And I just, it was very simple. And she's like, if it's supposed to be, then it is. If it didn't happen, nope. it wasn't meant to be. There is no such thing as meant to be if it doesn't turn out yeah. that way. You can't yeah, miss there's the thing. A, there is a manifestation coach that uh, my friend got me into a little bit. I I, I don't know if I'm... Oops, well, I don't know if I'm beans. Sold, But anyways, she has this term called expanders. And her whole thing is like, you know, there can be people that you meet in your life that maybe their main purpose is to just kind of show you what you want or don't want. So it like 
that guy might have been an expand. I mean, it's a pretty basic concept, but like maybe that guy, he wasn't the right one, but maybe he was like an expander because there are elements of that relationship. They're like, oh, that I really liked. I'll try to find that in the next person. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, okay, so they're still at the bar having their chit-chat, and Samantha busts out a pair of fake nipples. Miranda <laughs> gives them a try, and the whole bar takes note. The nipples work. The next day, she heads out for a run. Miranda is training for a marathon, and lucky for her, there's a hot new dude in her running group. They hit it off and plan some off-group training together. No nipple judgment, but I love how giant oh, those yeah. nipples were. They were... They were- they weren't. No, they were really like here to. Yeah, yeah they were yeah, here yeah. to stay. No, they were at attention. I also, I also love that the story justification is, for them is um they just got sent to Sam as a promo. Like it, like some p the company that makes those fake nipples needed a PR person, and like Sam Jones was the person who has to get these nipples. It's like such a nice little goofy meeting of sensibilities. Yes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I also like the idea that, like, if you wore those, like, in real life, eventually your nipples would stop being hard and, like, go back. Like, if you were wearing those for hours, people would be like, you should go to the hospital. There's something wrong. Nipple Viagra. Um, It's been up too long. Yeah, that's so awful. Uptown, Charlotte and Trey are really digging into redecorating. Reminder, Bunny Trey's mother had basically made their place her little wasp nest. But Charlotte got her to ease off last episode. They're putting up wallpaper. They've got a new bed. But there's one thing they still have to decide. What to do with a spare room. How about a baby? And at her place, Samantha's got her fake nipples doing work on Warren, a loud Harvard rando. Meanwhile, Carrie is still agonizing over Aiden. She's drafting long emails, then deleting them. She's drafting short emails, then deleting them. She finally sends him a simple, I miss you, and gets ready to wait and see. Samantha and Warren are ready to sleep together when the dude throws a wrench into things. He's into baby talk. She's grossed out and meets up with Carrie and Charlotte to discuss. Charlotte runs into Trisha, an old friend and proud member of the Mother Club. Trisha's already three kids deep, and Charlotte's jealous of her progress. She invites Trisha and her husband, Clint, to dinner, then gets to work sleeping with Trey. Carrie keeps up her Aiden obsessing. It's been a day and a half since she emailed him, so it's time to get serious. She calls him. Turns out he didn't even see her message. They'll just have to hang out, maybe with Steve and Miranda, too. Aiden says okay, but they both know things are weird between them. Miranda catches up with her running buddy, who does want to do more than train. 
They have a pretty traditional hookup until he surprises her. The man's an ass eater. I'm dating other people now. Who? Marathon man? Yes. We slept together after our run. Well, I guess he was interested. Did he live up to his nickname? Yeah, it was good, except he kind of licked my butt. Be specific. You mean the cheeks or? It was more localized than that. Ah. Wait a minute. Are we are we talking Tukus Lingus? I'm afraid so. And I thought it was weird. It's weird, right? I mean, are we doing this now? Well, if the guy's willing, why not? Anyone other than Samantha? No, no, no. I never had a guy do the TL on me, no. Well, actually, no, one time it almost happened, but I got the feeling he just lost his way. Hmm? Well, Trey likes to do it. We're married. Okay, I'm definitely in the slow sexual group, if even Charlotte is open to this. There's something happening with men in the ass. It's true. The last few guys I've been with have been much more eager to attend to it, you know, digitally. How did this happen? How did they get the message that the ass is now on the menu? I bet there's one loudmouth guy who found some woman who loved it and told everybody, women love this. Who is this guy? Who's the woman who loved it? Oh, don't knock it until you try it. Bingo. Maybe I shouldn't have pulled away so fast. Was this my last shot, you think? Am I out of the ass loop forever? I mean, I can't bring myself to ask for it. You don't have to ask for it. Just lean into it. No words necessary. You'll get the signal. But then, do I have to reciprocate? No, I would <laughs> never do it back to them. Neither would I. <laughs> Me neither. You wouldn't? I love those little twists when, like, Charlotte is, like, the one who's, like, fully... Oh, my God. ...down to clown. It's... I mean, oh, that was like perfect. Trey likes it. So good. (laughs) Even the way, if you can ever imagine Trey eating ass, like, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like he just kind of nibbles at it like a crudite. Like, I don't see him getting in there. I see him just like kind of nibbling at it like a crudite, like a little crustini. Yeah, I love that it ends up being Charlotte and Trey who are the ones doing it. Do you think Charlotte It sounds like she does all of it, which I fucking love. Okay. It comes, yeah. Charlotte's like a bad, like a bad Catholic school girl where, or maybe no. She's just one of those people where it's like the trappings are formal, but then like at the end of the day, as long as the person is white Irish and went to an Ivy League, she's like down to clown. Yeah. It made me think that maybe it's the first time I've ever felt just in that small moment that maybe her and Trey's sex is actually good. Like, I always felt like it was more like, okay, they're having sex again. Even that is a win, just the fact that it starts and finishes, you know? But then I was like, oh, maybe they actually are, like, sexually compatible, too. Because I I never really, I just never really cared or thought about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just, it's always a challenge for them. But now I'm like, oh, Maybe it's actually decent, too. Um, yeah. I think it... I, I was going to say, it's funny to think that it does seem to be working out yeah. between them sex-wise, given that you you go on to see them have sex later, and it looks like yeah. some of the most insane, <laughs> like, You mean when he went, oh, sex. the Trisha sex? <laughs> when she's like, they're coming to dinner on Tuesday. Yeah, when she's like... I, we need to make a baby, and, she, and it's like yes. Charlotte seizing. Yeah, she's on just top. like, like it's, it's some truly wild pleasure. Yeah, yeah, sex. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Rose, go ahead. Ever, yeah. No, no, no. I was gonna say, have you ever felt like you were quote unquote out of the ass loop? 
I think I am. Um, I think we've just, we've covered this territory before, you know, if somebody was like wax, like a baby seal and we were like coming out of like a couple's spa where yeah you came out of a spa and someone a full your partner a butt facial. rubbed down there wasn't an ingrown hair in the mix and it smelled like a right. garden of petunias then maybe i would like take like one and a half licks <laughs> what about you <laughs> somebody's done half. it to me before but i was too uh insecure to enjoy it i was like what is going on and i wasn't prepared yeah. i had not prepared i feel like if both yeah. people were fully prepared but to be honest i there's a world in which someone can do it to me. It's it's a really, it's a fat chance for me to do it to someone. Yeah, I I'm sorry. To, I just it's. I, I know some there. people find it kinky and cool, and I'm I'm glad that the youths are doing it. But it's a hard pass yeah. for the little gal over here. But I like that Charlotte does it, and I like that. I like that me she's too. kind of weirdly open about it. I like that it's like. As long as it's under the guise of your husband, like really kinky shit is totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. You're it's right. like as long as yeah, they're like legit like, in God's eyes, go to town. Yep. Yeah. Eat all the ass you want. I I also like that, and I think we talk about this kind of often, but um ass eating is yes. such a thing. Twenty years ago right now. But they of call course, it this episode TL. Twenty years ago. I that made I think yeah. that made me more Tung-lingus. uncomfortable Tung-lingus. than having yeah. my ass eaten. Was just Carrie being like, Ugh, "No, not me, not the TL." I was like, "No, don't call it TL. That makes me also so like you know you go down to one of they go down to you and then you make out. There can be no making out after TL. Oh no 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 no! You have to like power wash your tongue after. <laughs> you have to, like go to the car wash. However, you have to like hire the people who clean up murder scenes to like work oh on your God, mouth dude. for a full hour. Your tongue is like raw. <laughs> you know yeah. what? That would be like a great thing to have, like like a little prosthetic tongue where you're like, I'm doing it, and you're just like using this little. Tool. Oh my God! Like a tongue yeah. dildo. I'm sure that you're exists. like, ooh, they taste delicious, and you just have your secret tongue. Yeah, <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Wait a minute, is that a fake tongue? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> my stuck yeah. tongue. Oh God. Okay. Well, getting back into it, Rose, take us away. So Charlotte and Trey have dinner with Trish and Clint and their really terrible kids. And it gets off the rails when one of the Muppets starts crying. Another puts his feet on the table and Trisha and Clint bicker. After they leave, Charlotte and Trey's baby lust is rightly chilled. That's what being a parent looks like. Maybe they should pump the brakes for a bit. Carrie and Miranda head for their date with Aiden and Steve. The vibe's a little weird, but Aiden and Carrie have enough of a moment that she shoes Miranda away so she can be alone with him. After, she walks Aiden home and says it. She misses him and wants to get back together. He cannot. They have an awkward goodbye kiss, and that is that. Or maybe not. She heads home, then heads back to his place and wakes him up. She means it. She really wants to get back together. He means it too. She broke his heart, so she runs away. You broke my heart! Samantha has another hookup with Warren. The guy does not want to give up on the baby talk. Samantha has to say something. She breaks the tough news to him that they're not titty witties, they're breasts. 
and they're done. Charlotte and Trey have their first post-nightmare dinner talk about kids. They decide theirs will be different so they can get back to trying. Miranda has another hookup with her marathon man and has a pretty okay time with his ass eating. She wants to reciprocate with a massage, but that's not what he's looking for. He eagerly waves his ass in her face, but she's not going to go there. Harry has another night of wrestling with her feelings for Aiden. Then he shows up. You want to do this to make up for the past? And leave your conscience? Because we're okay. I've mentally kicked your butt all over Manhattan. I'm fine now. No. No, I just... I love you. I still love you. I just wish that I could be your girlfriend again. I need to think about that. His action said he still loved me. Or maybe he just missed me. Or maybe he needed closure. Maybe I'd never know. Hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, but I just feel like they have such little chemistry intention. Like, I enjoy watching these episodes, but I'm like, yeah, obviously, no, both of you. Like, it feels fake. It doesn't feel like either of them are in love to me. Why do you think, do you think she wants him back? Like, I wonder what the writer's intention was. What do you think, Skylar? My my read on it to the slightest degree is that, like, they, they've committed to these two big romantic arcs with Carrie, and Big's a little exhausted at the moment. So it's, why not mm-hmm. put our eggs back in the Aiden basket? Like, it, it seems like a, nothing more complicated than that. Like, which is not to say that it's good. I I do kind of wish they had just kind of committed to making a, giving um, a screen time to a new romantic interest for her rather than this sort of a return arc. But um, that's kind of, that's my read to it. And it's also like, I agree with you too. Like, what chemistry do they really have? She cheated on him with Big. Like, it's kind of a sad relationship to revive anyway. Like, what's the upside? It, it doesn't it just work feels like a well relationship on paper where it's like, oh, he's different than Big. He's available. Yeah, it's what he represents. Yeah, it's like he's available <laughs> and he's nice and he's got his shit together. Yeah. But as far as like, I just don't see why he's in love with her or why she's really, it just, I don't know. I guess I just feel like, why is he in love with her? What is. And also, I just feel like he would be like, absolutely not. I'm not getting back together with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel like she really fucked him over and it doesn't seem. He seems like somebody who kind of knows himself and knows what he wants and knows who he is and doesn't like drama. I think like that's drama, what's bumping so me. what's the deal? Yes. He knows himself. He doesn't like drama. And yeah, I wonder what he is picking up from her that feels like it's going to be different this time. Maybe he's one of those really stable, like emotionally healthy people that like falls for dramatic people because it's exciting or something. That is very possible. That's, I like that read a lot. Um, Have you ever gotten, well, it sounds like you kind of got back together with your ex, the one you had talked about. A little bit. I feel like Lee and I 
broke up and then got back together and then broke up. I feel like very rarely after you break up, is it a good idea to get back together? It very rarely works. There's a reason you break up. Yes. I, I have never really had it work out. Um, even with my college boyfriend, I think the reason it worked out a little bit a second go around is because we never officially broke up. It just was kind of like timing. Like we graduated, he had a job in one place. I had a job in another, like, yeah, it just kind of naturally went on pause, but I have friends who, uh, broke up for six months and then got back together and now they're very happily married with a baby. And I remember the breakup. I remember, yeah, I mean, they were hard, hard line I guess drawn it does in the sand, happen. broken up. Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine, um, their parents broke up. The dad cheated and they were not together for like a few years. And they've been back together for like six years now. Wow. Yeah, those stories. I guess you know. I guess anything's possible. I yeah, those stories are simultaneously sort of depressing, but also such a testament to how complicated relationships are and how you really cannot judge. Because I feel like relationships just come in so many forms and, and sometimes that yeah they're broken and then you put them back together. Like it's just yeah. There's, there's like no surprise in that area. They all look so different. I agree. The episode closes with Miranda having one last run with her marathon man, this time while back training for the marathon. She jogs ahead, leaving him behind, and Aiden shows back up at Carrie's. What the hell? He's ready to try it again. Also, that just felt so unearned. Like, him being like, you know what? Let's actually be together. Like, it just yeah. felt like, what convinced you? Like... I know. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the reason I like this episode though. So much happens in this episode. Like yeah. that whole thing with Aiden, they could have drawn that out even longer, I think. Um, and played up the awkwardness for a while longer. And it's just like, Oh, it's like it, the email doesn't even feel like it's part of this episode. The, I miss him email, the hanging up, all that stuff. Then they go on a date. Then they have a talk that it's like, yeah. There's a lot packed in here. It's a real journey. I agree. I mean, I think the biggest issue I have with the show is that it's like pitted as like this love triangle. It's like Carrie, Big, yep. or Aiden. But as far as like excitement, it's like, do you want to have like a burger with like hickory smoked bacon and barbecue sauce or like a baby carrot? It's just like not the same excitement. Yeah. Like, like it's fine if it's not big, but Aiden by no means presents this like really enticing I feel like it's kind yeah. of saying that like you either get the like exciting man of your dreams or you get the like nice guy he's fine he's totally fine yeah just very neutral there's nothing really bad to say about Aiden no There's he seems great like a great guy I just don't see any yeah. chemistry I just miss no. I don't see the chemistry yeah, when she's like, I still love you. What like, part? Do Why? you or do you just want to be in a relationship? I think that makes sense. Um, okay, well, this brings us to the question of the episode. The next day, I worked on a little piece I was calling 36 hours and still no response from Aiden. The Indians had to wait up to six months for a response. It took me six months to get the message that I wanted to be with Aiden. And now I couldn't wait another minute. 
Are all these improvements in communication really helping us communicate? In matters of love, do actions really speak louder than words? I mean, it seems to me that she's saying, like, are these new advancements in technology, like texting, emailing, is that really helping us get together? Is that what she's asking? I think that you, I think you just asked it more eloquently than maybe the question does. Um, I think that's a really, like, interesting, I think that that is probably what she's getting at. Is like, um, is emailing, is texting? Yeah, is communicating more actually making us more connected or was it better before? I mean, at the end of the day, it's like the same thing rings true. No matter what, like Zoom, FaceTime, it's always better in person. I mean, I think, I think what she's saying is you can text, you can send an email, but that just starts its own things of why haven't they texted yet? Why haven't they yep. emailed back yet? What does this mean? And what does this text mean? And what is the tone meant in this email? And I think it just goes back to saying that like, yes, these different modes of communication are cool, but like nothing will beat being with somebody and talking. And she's also talking about actions louder than words. Does sending a text, doing all this communication matter or does it? I think that's what she's talking about. Or, you know, then she ends up making a big move and going to his house. And the answer is yes, of course, actions are more important, you know? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Um, also, well, yes, agreed, but also, um, yeah, I mean, when I think of the question, like, you know, are we, are we actually more connected now that we're technically more connected, like by way of technology? And, um, I never know the answer to that. I think no. (laughs) It feels like a no. I think it feels like a no. I think no, because we're all a little more checked out even when we are quote unquote, like in real life present. Yes. Everybody's on their phones. We're all a little little split focus at all times, even when we're a hundred percent focused. Yeah. I fully agree with that. Um, okay. Well, this brings us to our last segment, Sex in the City, is obviously a very horny show, so we end each episode by sharing what we are currently horny for. Rose, what are you horny for right now? Okay, I'm horny for two things. Okay. One's a little more light and fluffy, and another one's kind of COVID. The light, oh. fluffy one is, I am so horny for Never Have I Ever, a Mindy oh. Kaling Lang Fisher show on Netflix. It's I want to watch it. coming of age show. It is so fun, so cute. I gobbled it up in one night. It's great. absolutely a blast. Really well written, very funny. It's a great, great, great show. So that's that. Um, my other thing I'm horny for is not being alone in COVID. If we have listeners who are living alone or are by themselves. I would really, if, if you're having a hard time, which I really can't imagine who you wouldn't be, I really encourage you to find somebody to stay with, adopt a dog, babysit a dog, make sure to see people during the day. This is not a time to be completely alone. And I've been bouncing around for my sisters. Now I'm at home with my dog. I have different walk dates with friends and, you know, the CDC and WHO are telling you what to do for your physical health, which is really important. Nobody, I don't want anyone to get this disease and die, but mental health is also really important. And there is nothing healthy about being all by yourself. So I am horny for, you know, being around people and having some company during this shit ass time. 
Those are two great horny fours. Thank um, you. I Where guess are you I'm horny gonna, for, James? I'm going to do two just okay, because great. I feel like it's a double horny kind of day. Um, my They're both shows. Uh, first one would be Normal People on Hulu. It's incredibly sexy. It's a great watch during this time. Um, I haven't just binge watched a show in a really long time. Um, like really just like been a vegetable on the couch just like next episode next episode next episode and this is the perfect show for that if you want to just carve out an afternoon to be a complete sack of potatoes do it um yeah also it's an Irish show so my potato reference ties in there um don't mind if I do uh the next one is another show that's on Apple Plus called Trying um it's a British show and it's just very well written and adorable. It's about a couple who want to have a baby and uh, start going through the adoption process. And yeah, just a good Sounds show, great. good acting, really, really good writing, like very real, very funny. Sounds and, awesome. Uh, yeah. So those are my two recommendations. Uh, Normal People's on Hulu and then Trying is on Apple+. Plus. And I have to say, as a good friend of Jamie's, her taste is impeccable. Oh, I always I love everything would. you recommend. So I'm good. Okay. I can't wait to see those. Uh, yeah, they're both great. So that's it. All right. Well, uh, love you, friend. Love you. I'm happy to see you. Okay. Happy to see you. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Couldn't Help a Wonder. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at chbwpod and follow my co-host Rose Cerno on Insta and Twitter at Rose Cerno. And please follow my co-host Jamie at Really Jamie Lee on Instagram and at The Jamie Lee on Twitter. And please rate, review, subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app if you're nasty. It helps us. It helps you. It helps everyone. You're nasty. Bye. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. And mastered by Anna Rubinova. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. (laughs) 